Hey, Brady. What's up, Cat? I I know that you don't do a lot of uh, I know that you don't do a lot of like social media stuff, uh, except for Facebook. You will because you're an old man. But Farmville is amazing. <laughs> but here's the thing: since you're older than me, and probably were around when the first <laughs> renditions of the internet, you're really making me feel old here. I mean, that's the point. Uh, but do do you remember when social media social media got started? You know what? Just let me explain. Hello and welcome to Let Me Explain. I'm Kat. And I'm Brady. And today, uh, we're doing our first submission episode. One of our listeners by the name of... God damn it. Wolf Zodiac. I love you so much. You are my favorite person in the world. And you help me live life to the fullest. And torture Kat little by little. I mean Wolf. Cat wolf? Cat wolf! Instead of cat dog, we're cat wolf now. We're cat wolf? I don't know. You're two people at this point. Look, we don't have to talk about my multiple personalities. That's that's a whole different podcast. I hear another episode coming. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> anyway, so because, uh, because of who has, uh, has submitted the episode, and the fact that I am a little bit, eh. uh, <laughs> Brady has researched this episode, and he's going to present the information. So, Brady, if you don't mind, take it away. Well, I would like to genuinely thank Wolf Zodiac here. This is our first recommendation. We do appreciate it. We got this a little while ago, and... We probably should have put it on sooner, so for that and making you wait a little longer, um, I do apologize. But we are going to do you well, we are going to do you right, and we're going to do this. Apparently, I'm the old man out of the two of us, and I've been here since the social medias were created, according to Kat. So, obviously, with that being said, I am the one that gets to do all the research and do all this, which is actually kind of interesting. I am not a social media person. I never really have been. The only time I ever kind of quote unquote was, was because I had a Facebook. A lot of my friends used Facebook um, and a lot of my family had it. And it really became a way to keep in touch with kind of later on families. But I mainly just used it for like the games, the Farmville games, the drag racing games, um, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I never got into the community personnel side of it unless you sent me gifts in Farmville, then you're like my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you don't know, I am the one who runs the Twitter account. Now, yep, may... he does all the Twitters. Yeah. And I am the one who does like the PR for the, uh, for the, um, for the podcast. I'm also the one that actually made the cover art. So yeah. Uh, but, well, not the actual manga characters, but, you know, the graph design part of it. Um, 
But the thing is, like, I, I am actually pretty well versed in, in social media. That's why I think that, that's why I thought it would be fun to let Brady uh, research it. So? So, and actually, I learned a lot about this in doing so. And because I don't have a, I guess, a bias towards social media or towards different platforms it actually kind of made it more interesting to look at it from an outside point of view and kind of see the different styles of social media the different of course the different platforms that were the first ones how some of them are um, still going the way they intended and how some of them have changed over time so some of them have died rest in peace vine oh don't remind me about vine that that I actually, that was one of the few, I was a lurker on Vine, but I genuinely enjoyed watching those. Oh, no, I love TikTok Vine, TikTok had it for a little while, but it just kind of, I don't know, TikTok doesn't have the same vibe. I just <laughs> haven't found the... Shut up. Oh, come on, I'm so proud of that. I don't get many you of these be. in an episode. Um, <laughs> but... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. TikTok, you just haven't found the right TikTok yet. Well, I also stopped watching it because it wasted a lot of data and a lot of my life. Oh, yeah. You you just go into that TikTok rabbit hole. Anyway, before we stall anymore, let's start. Yes. So, social media. And we're going to start off just by going off of what is the definition of social media? How would we look at it? How is this episode going to kind of define what it is and how are we going to kind of look at the way things are going social media is understood as the difference in forms of online communication it's essentially used by people to create networks uh, build communities and just share information Um, this information could be anything from just opinions ideas all the way to me sending cat angry um angry wolf vibes or angry hollow videos that just make him feel bad and one with his inner wolf or and it can or it can be go. just uh just a screenshot of me and Brady talking after recording some extra content that may or may not be coming soon. You just want to bash my my mile more, don't you? Dude, you sent me a list from my anime uh-huh. list that ended in a fucking scorpion dick. I don't want to I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> we went through a rabbit hole. So, yeah. Th- yeah, we went through a rabbit hole. And this is nice because the definition of social media does include all content and videos. So, all of this does fall into that realm of social media and Discord is one of the things that is considered a social media based on that it is a collection of people, it is a community, it shares information, ideas, messages and videos. So, Discord fits very well into this and we're going to of course branch off into a couple different types of social media and the main three that I'm going to be looking at today or we are going to be looking at because we are a fantastic community that has a solid fan base. <laughs> I mean, the three I mean types we're technically do. we do have a solid fan base. It's small, but it's No, we there. do. I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm very happy. And all of you that are listening to this, just know that I love you on a very personal level. And Cat has locked me in a box and you guys are the only source of uh, 
only source of um joy love and entertainment i get to see joy yeah joy is a word i like joy i miss joy yeah yeah i'm sure you do types of social media um so we're gonna go over the three types that i kind of defined as a good kind of overview of what this definition of social media is and the types we're going to go over is blogging um profile based or what we have as our platforms which is essentially your facebook linkedin blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then we're going to finish everything off with the video side of things the youtubes the twitches the tiktok ninja site thing mixer blah, blah, blah. i don't know fine yeah that yeah. one mixer does not sound right but it is uh, yeah it's it's <laughs> so weird when we start looking at social media and you kind of have to go back to the very beginning and i'm not talking about the very beginning of social media because we'll kind of dive into that a little bit but the only reason we have this social media or this online communication is thanks to just the internet in general. So I'm going to do a very brief overview of just kind of the internet and kind of getting us to this point to where we're going to be able to have this online communication. So, of course, the internet was kind of done in the 60s and 70s by a bunch of private organizations and then later on getting more public as it kind of grew and people started looking into it and going, what is this technology that allows me to communicate from a computer here to just going across the city or even going across a building to be able to have that minor communication that's not face-to-face or not even over a telephone. And it's one of those things that we take for granted so much now. And when you look at the way things were and when the internet was first coming out, how truly revolutionizing this was at bringing the world together. And it doesn't happen overnight. It took decades and decades and decades to do this. And of course, once the internet was made, we didn't have laptops. The internet was based on just massive, essentially rooms full of computers. You had rooms of computers, rooms of servers that had all this information. And all this information is still less than what you can have on your smartphone. Yeah, uh, it's, actually, it's mind blowing. Actually, one of the uh, one of the fun facts that I just know off the top of my head was that is, and I literally just know this off the top of my head. I don't have any notes uh, for this, and he doesn't either. Um, the first actual computer was the first actual computer that uh, that was made could fill up probably like a probably a decently sized like two bedroom one bathroom apartment it was not only that there were whole server rooms that were the size of olympic swimming pools yeah filled with different computers that all they did all they did was math yeah that was all that the purpose was and even then they didn't believe that it was so accurate they had to have mathematicians verifying the computers that is mind-blowing because now it's the complete opposite we have so much dependence on computers that we have to use a computer to check our math yeah and it it's one of those things that it really has brought the world into this it's taken the whole world and even the future to what everything can hold 
into this new light into this new even almost dimension it yeah. can, and who knows at one point it might literally be a new dimension but that's neither here nor there we're here to talk about the social media now social media wouldn't be here today without computers and more per more specifically our personal computers your laptops your home desktops your cell phones and of course we know all that really came about in the 80s and 90s with the uh, Macintosh with uh, Steve Jobs and then your very first um, Windows with Bill Gates really pushing forward that revolutionary and then the expansion to where it's a norm in your household to have these things and really as soon as these computers and this and the internet was given to the public that's essentially when social media started mm-hmm. and the very first form of it is our first type which is blogging and i really liked to do blogging i know a lot of people nowadays um blogging isn't the highest form of social media in today's world but I wanted to put blogging in here because it has the foundation of what social media is. When you look at what we have on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even YouTube and the comment sections and other things like that, it is all formations and kind of that it stems from just initial blogging. So it, it gets its own type. It gets its own kind of overview in this bit. Blogging first started in the 90s, as soon or not soon or not long after the personal computer started going out to every being commercially available person or every household. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. And, you know, blogging is still popular today. It's not as popular with you young folks, Kat, but for the older gentlemen like me and uh, my parents and my grandparents, we do still blog and they have blogs. Excuse so, me. I mean, for, uh, no, I mean, no, no, I no, no, no. So no, here, but, here's the thing. Uh, blogging is technically blogging is still, if not, if not as popular as it was back in the day, it is even more popular now because of Tumblr, because of Facebook, because of because of so many different things. So that's the where I'm kind of drawing this line. I'm happy you pointed it out. Because when you have your Tumblr and your Facebook, and Tumblr not so much, but mainly when you have your Facebook, they you have profiles. You flesh out a profi- profile. You say who you are. You have your things you pay attention to, you follow. You get people that follow you in that specific way. When blogging first started, it was literally you had a username, and then you started a blog. You started a topic, and then you followed it down from there. And a good example of that is the very first blogging site uh, that was used specifically for blogging, or at the time it was just a a web blog, and it was Open Diary. Open Diary was the website that kind of took a bunch of um, online journal keepers and allowed them a space to keep their journals and so that way the community could see what these people are going through and it it just gave a little peephole into people's lives and it was this really controversial thing when it first came out due to the is the internet do you have privacy protections on the internet and really it's still a question we have today and 
um, people in blogging, especially in the early 2000s, uh, a lot of us know the word, or at least I know the word, and a lot of people I know know the word deuced, which is essentially just, hey, you got do it, it, it has turned into kind of more of a fun word just to kind of joke around with friends. But when it first happened, the word came from a blog named Deuce. And the blog, what it was, was there was a employee of some business that is unnamed, or at least in my research is unnamed. The employee was Heather Armstrong, and she got fired for complaining about her blog on this, or and complaining about her job in her blog, Deuced. So it turned into this big deal of, can these businesses look at what you're putting on and then judge you for it and fire you and change your life? And can you be held accountable for what you have online? And this all is still early 2000s. These are issues we still see today in certain areas. So I just looked, I just looked it up and it seems that she was fired from her job. Mm -hmm. I just didn't see the company. uh, Oh, it was a web designer and a graphic artist. Yeah, well, that actually makes a lot of sense, but I mean, still. So, and blogging, like I said, blogging is still used today in these forms to where it's just pure blog sites. And a lot of them now are, so the examples I'm not necessarily a, um, a part of, but I know very close family friends and I know part of family that does this, which is a lot of DIY things. We have a family friend that's very close to us that does a lot of blogs about the improvements and the projects he has in his yard where he built a pond, built a fire pit, and just overall every year takes care of his yard and what he kind of does. And he gives tips and uh, tips and advice to people that want to read it to help improve theirs. And then my in the other part of my and in, in my family, we do a lot of uh, restoration kind of things and will go through and uh, they will post updates of what they're getting, what they're thinking, and then kind of step-by-step how they do these restoration projects. And it's really interesting to see it kind of from a more close-end kind of view, even though I'm not the one doing it. Yeah. Uh, On my side of things with blogging, uh, as as I said before, even though... uh, even though Facebook and a lot of other profile-based sites are technically more uh, profile-based, as I said, uh, Tumblr is still one of the biggest blogging sites uh, out there. It is technically, it is technically not necessarily a profile-based site because you start off with a username and you can start off with a picture if you want to, but that's not necessarily necessary. And, as you as you go through Tumblr, you gain a following by straight up blogging. And one of the things that I do, as my occupation is a hentai reviewer, I review hentai. Really? That's what hentai reviewers do? On Tumblr. I mean, I figured it was on Tumblr. Where else would it be? Well, I mean, it, it's not just on Tumblr, but that's, uh, that's where... I do most of my jokes, but anyway, 
carry on. So I'm happy you brought up the whole platform side of things because that's where we're going to go next is the platforms are Facebooks and Twitters. But those didn't come along until, I don't know, a couple years after this whole thing kind of started. So the first or I guess I should define what a platform is. A platform is when you have a profile based account that you set up for these different sites to then it, it, it makes everything more personal. It's more of a, you get to know me, I get to know you, and then we see what we have in common based on that. That's really a big difference between the blogging side of things and then the platform side of things. Now, the very first uh, platform that was used, or or what's regarded, sorry, as the first one, is Six Degrees. And... Six Degrees is, I don't know if you know this, Kat, but six, do you ever, did you ever hear about the Six Degrees of Separation from Kevin Bacon? Do you know what that is? Uh, no, because I didn't really grow up with Kevin Bacon. Wow. Hmm. It, the difference that four years makes, huh? <laughs> so, essentially, the... Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, or the Kevin, or the Bacon's Law. It was essentially a parlor game based on the degrees of separation, which is a concept where it puts any two things or any two people on Earth that are six degrees or fewer acquaintances or links apart that will eventually lead back to Kevin Bacon. And the only reason it was Kevin Bacon is because, well, he was extremely popular at this time that this kind of blew up. If you want more information, look up the Oracle of Bacon. It was was a lot of fun to read. And I kind of, yeah, I wouldn't mind going into a full episode of that if y'all are interested. But Uh, the (laughs) the only thing with Bacon that I know of is the Church of Bacon, which is very, very... Which is a really activist thing. Like it's it's really it's really into activism and uh, working on equality for America hmm. and just a lot of civil rights and uh, equal rights for trans for trans for those who are trans and those who are uh, just basically just civil rights for everyone. Hmm. Which is weird. See, we all cause... get to learn something today. Yeah, but. It, it's amazing the differences. You Here's one thing, Kat. You, you and I can do this all day, but something I want the listeners to do for is let's, if you have a friend that you talk to, but you're not necessarily best friends, you're really close to, you talk to, but you don't know a thing about them, just ask them some. what's the most interesting non-social media website that you go to or that you know of or that you look at it's one of those things that once you do that you can learn a lot from people based on kind of what they look at and it gives you an idea of how they see the world and how they see life and you can build on conversations and build on friendships there something i've learned in my years of uh trying to make friends as a not super social person (laughs) i've never had that problem i hate you so, but I will take the advice. <laughs> so essentially, six degrees, six degrees, like I said, is considered to be the first social networking or platforming based uh, website where you had to sign in 
using an email, make an individual profile, and then they added the whole friend finder and the personal network. This, it was launched in 97, so a li- not too long after the big boom for, or the really big start, I guess you could say, for blogging. But, and it didn't last very long, just because it was fairly simplistic in terms of what it was. It was all about trying to see, I have an acquaintance here, he has an acquaintance there, and so on, so on, so on, to the sixth degree, to see how far out your reach really went. And it's one of those things, it's almost like a family tree for just your friends, to see who else you can reach out to. So... After this, right after this one kind of fell apart in 2001, we have the first big name platform that is still used today. And actually, this is one of the ones I have. And I never thought of this as social media until I did this, which is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is considered a social media site. However, it's not the way we normally see it. It is still online communication with a profile-based networking to where people will exchange business, school, and then company contacts. It's a way to expand horizons when doing business or even putting yourself out there when trying to find jobs. The best part about LinkedIn that's different from almost every other one of these um, sites is that's what it was made for. It was made to be this professional networking site, and it still is. These Facebooks and Twitter kind of has more or less, but they've evolved from what they initially wanted. And Facebook's kind of the same way. It's evolved from what it initially was. LinkedIn really has been almost true to its initial word as anything else. LinkedIn, in my book, LinkedIn has a huge check mark. I use LinkedIn for everything at my job. We're trying to hire new people. First thing I do is, do they have a LinkedIn? What do they go from there? And then I can start doing my research on people from that side of things to see what are their experiences and so on and so forth. It's a very useful site, and I never thought of it as social media, even though it very huh. clearly is. Yeah, I uh, just uh, just talking about LinkedIn and just those like business types of social media, because uh, I honestly didn't know that LinkedIn was social media either. Uh a few of the ones that I can think of off the top of my head are Indeed.com, uh, Monster.com, which is the actual Monster site, not uh, Monster uh, Monster headphones. Uh, the uh, ZipRecruiter, Snagajob, just other things like that. But yeah, LinkedIn is kind of the kind of like the 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 Facebook of business social media, I guess. It is, and it's. It's still widely used. It's still incredibly popular. It doesn't necessarily have the, I don't know. It doesn't. It, it's what it is, and it does it very well. Yeah. So we're gonna get into the what I'm gonna call the big three of the platform social media, and most of you probably know what they are. They're MySpace, Facebook, and Twitter. And I put MySpace in here because it more or less paved the way for our modern day platform-based social media. And I say that it's really not that old. I mean, I guess eh, I guess it's 12 years old. Damn, I'm old. Um, 
But MySpace was launched in 2003, and it very quickly became the largest social media site in the world. It had millions of users all around the world just in a couple years. It became the most visited website in the world, surpassing Google in only three years of it being alive. Well, that is to say that Google is... Google isn't as, uh, Google wasn't as large as it is today. But when you think about it as a, you're, it, Google was still a search engine. And yes, it had competition from other search engines to look at things. But it, it puts in perspective how impressive and how um, worldwide MySpace was that it surpassed a just straight up search engine at the time. Even though Google, yes, yeah, it had true. competition. Now, sadly, we've talked about this before. MySpace on our first episode. On our first episode, MySpace was the inspiration for my anime list. And if you want a little bit more information about that, shameless plug, go listen to the first episode, which is one of my most proud episodes because I got to talk math for a little bit. But yeah. sadly, MySpace did die. It was a sad day for me, even though I didn't really use it because a lot of people around me were sad. But oh well. One of my coworkers still has a MySpace account, and it's hilarious. I still have a MySpace account, sir. Um, <laughs> if yeah. you guys want to hit me up, just hit up my MySpace. I got a I got an anime GIF uh, profile. <laughs> what's your What's your username on that? Cat Zodiac. Of course, it is. God damn it! Haven't, you've always been Cat Zodiac, haven't you? Yeah, people just don't think that to to combine cat and zodiac when they're thinking of usernames. Considering eh, we're not going to go into that, but yes, MySpace did have its major decline in two thousand eight, to where it's replaced by Facebook as the number one platform based site, and Facebook mm-hmm. it took a long time for Facebook to really get going. Facebook was started in two thousand four. So only a year after MySpace, and not even a full year after MySpace, and it took four years for it to pass it. Facebook took a long time to get off the ground as we see it now. But when it got off the ground, it got off the ground, and it flew, and it became the standard and the premium for social media. Of course, it is founded by our wonderful... Lord and Lizard Savior, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> that, And Facebook's been under a lot of scrutiny recently. It's kind of, it's been not necessarily replaced by Twitter, but it's definitely been hampered by what Twitter and Instagram is just because of the, I, I, I'm sorry for saying it this way, but the new generation has more moved to those sites rather than Facebook. And it's not because Facebook was an issue, it was just because of the dynamic of what Instagram was and what Twitter is. But yeah. it kind of puts this stigma on Facebook a little bit that it's the boomer site now to where if you have a Facebook, you're probably a boomer. <sighs> but it's what it is. I still have my Facebook yeah, even uh, though I'm never on it. I have actually ended up deleting uh, deleted the actual app off of my phone, oh, but no, uh, mainly because uh, it was it was messing with my my, my mental state. But uh, the thing is, for me, uh, I I 
I remember when I was still uh, when I was still a youngling, and my mother was not. <laughs> and my, well, I remember when I was still like a preteen, and I uh, and my mother was not real keen on me having a uh, having a social media uh, profile, so I would I would kind of like make weird. Uh, make weird names, make uh, like AJ, uh, AJ or whatever, uh, whatever my name was. Just make it weird and just not recognizable, but still have my face on it. Um, <laughs> and I ended up just, I ended up just doing that just to get past it. And then my mom just kind of stopped doing it because she knew she she knew that she wasn't gonna stop me at that point. So. Uh yeah, I just remember being on Facebook a lot. Uh but now Facebook is kind of because I am from that newer generation, Facebook is kind of dead towards the uh towards the non like towards the non rural and older, I mean, non rural and newer generations of people because of a lot of stuff going on now the wonderful thing about facebook in my eyes and i said this before was it was always about the games for me now i don't know this as a fact but i don't think instagram and and twitter have games that was really kind of a facebook thing and like i said farmville was the shit i loved farmville and then you had the drag racing games and so on and so forth i know i've said this all before and just repeating myself but Cat, does Twitter and does Instagram not have games? Twitter and Instagram do not have games. Uh, Twitter, Twitter is mainly more along the lines of a. Uh, technically, Twitter is more along the lines of a blog site rather than a, uh, rather than a profile-based site. To be honest, because uh, when you look at a Twitter, it is just mainly posts. Now, although the blog. Although the blog sites aren't necessarily like, although they aren't traditional blogs uh, or blog entries, excuse me, uh, they are still uh, features of text or images or things like that that uh, end up going on someone's site. And recently, they've been they've been being used to promote businesses and things like that, but they're just so popular blogs. Speaking of Twitter, and that's interesting, and. Now, in my memory, Twitter doesn't seem like it's been around that long. Only like, I don't know, five, six years maybe is when it kind of got really popular. But the thing about it, the concept and the initial alpha for Twitter was made and created in 2006. I don't remember it being that long ago. I I really don't remember it being anything but super popular until recently. Now, this being said, they went through a lot of different trial periods, a lot of different alphas, a couple betas, just kind of testing it. And it wasn't until 2013 when Twitter went quote unquote public that it really started picking up more. And at that point, when it hit this public market or went into being public, it had a value at that time already at $14.2 billion, which is in a Dawning amount of money for something that 
was still not even at its peak. Yeah. So one of the things that, because uh, you know, uh, I've I'm actually really big into uh, into information technology and uh, and actual like computers and stuff, like the software side of things. When a when a dot com startup a dot com startup is a website startup, but uh, uh, when a dot com startup, especially focused on social media, really starts up, they really try and develop something that uh, that is that catches your attention, and you're always and it basically they basically try to make it a uh, a, 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 a like a signal in the back of your head, like. Oh hey, I posted I posted this on Twitter. I'm gonna wait a few days and see how it does, like that type of thing. That's what Twitter was trying to fine tune. The thing is, in 2006, just trying to get everything ready was enough because at that point, dot com startups and uh, web startups in general took so long to actually start up because they didn't have the they didn't have like the uh, the basic information for an innovative like a, a quote-unquote innovative website or especially a social media site that wasn't a blog site so when twitter came when twitter first started they were just trying to figure out what they wanted to do what they wanted to make everything look like the thing is it took until 2013 to actually you know get started it's one of those things that I guess it's almost the modern day equivalent and modern day is kind of a, it's an overused term, but it's the way it's in my head right now as to show how when we see something, we look at Twitter and it looks like it's a simple thing, but these simple things that we take for granted take years and years and years to really kind of develop and get correct. So it, it puts those things into a different perspective mm-hmm. and makes you really appreciate some of the things that we have nowadays. No matter how simple they may seem, someone has put years of their life in probably sacrificed a lot of their time to really make sure it's the way that they want it and that it's the reason you're enjoying it. Through all of this, yeah, Twitter today, or I guess today-ish in this time frame, it has over 335 million active users and that to me Mm -hmm. that's a country's worth that's multiple countries worth you and this isn't including that when you look at population this isn't including all of the elderly all of the young children this is a lot of people from, let's say, 10 to, I'm going to go a little bit high and say 50, that cuts out a huge portion of the actual population, and it's still at this astonishing number. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's just the mo- the monthly active users. Uh, one of the things about active users is they have to be, uh, if you are anything, and if you are anything into uh, social media, uh, social media things and like and memes and things like that uh especially on youtube one of the things that they say is you have to feed the algorithm and that's what they mean by monthly active users if you're active you're feeding the algorithm if you're not you're not 
So if you're not posting, you're not active. And normally an active user is probably about a post every two to three days. Wow, I would never be able to have a proper Twitters. So I'm happy you brought up the whole algorithm and YouTube thing, because that's where we're going to go next. So like I said, there's a lot more pure platform-based social media sites, but I really wanted to cover the big three, the MySpace, uh, Facebook, and Twitters. I know there's Instagrams and the Snapchats and all that other stuff that's out there, but I also want to get into full the... Of, uh... Snapchat is full of a bunch of like uh, sex bots right now, and it's probably going to continue to be that way. It's uh, it's basically uh, people's only fans, but for bots. Didn't need to know that. We can get into OnlyFans later. I don't think I. Like, I, I, I don't I, want to. I saw. Uh, we'll we'll get. I'll, I'll talk about it in, uh, a little bit later in the show. I don't think I want to know. Even still, it's actually a lot more. It's actually a lot more, uh, more uh, wholesome and empowering than you think. Okay, well, we'll get into that in a minute. So, I want to cover the last quote-unquote type, and again, these are the types that I have kind of set forward. Um, The we looked over blogs. We just finished platforms, and I want to go into the video side of things because in the definition of the social media is video and content are two prominent words and me in my brain when I hear video and I hear content the first thing that pops in my head is YouTube and yep YouTube started in 2005 that was its initial beta like I said with LinkedIn how things can start as one and then change drastically or in LinkedIn's case it never changed YouTube started off as a dating site it started off as a way for you to put a profile in a video, be able to talk, look into a camera, and kind of, I guess, advertise yourself. And this was done, and this is probably the geekiest and most early 2000s way of uh, doing this, but YouTube was developed and created by a couple developers and a couple software engineers from PayPal. And... Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of jokes that could be made into that, and I'm not going to make them because, honestly, I really respect what they did. This, They never expected anything like this to be a thing, and it has taken off, especially now. Now, the one thing I really enjoy about YouTube, and this was a fun fact, was it didn't even take a year of YouTube and its beta for it to get its first 1 million hit video. So in September oh, yeah. of 2005, YouTube already had its million view video, its very first one. And a million today is not, I mean, a million, if I post a YouTube video, it will never anywhere come close to a million unless it's me eating shit, doing something stupid. Then maybe. But I don't think I want to put that up. Now, the clipping oh, I, question. I, I will feed the algorithm. <laughs> I I will sell my body for a billion views. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Coming soon. I'm a product of my Let time. Me Explain podcast, Cat Zodiac OnlyFans. Now, the clipping question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. That was inappropriate. Oh, no, I'm laughing. The, the clipping question was, it wasn't even a real user it wasn't a real user posted video 
it was a Nike ad in which Rolandinho, I said that wrong, and I'm sorry for you soccer fans that know this uh, correctly, um, when, when he was receiving his pair of golden boots, he was sponsored by Nike like a lot of uh, professional soccer players are, and it was him receiving this award. The golden boots is one of those awards that, depending on the league you play in, it typically stands for the either the most gold score most goals scored in a season or just the top striker or top performing player on an offensive midfield or defensive side of the ball um another good example as someone that played goalkeeper my award that i would always strive to get and never came close to in our leagues was essentially the golden glove which is the same exact thing, but for goalkeepers, which is you're the top of the top of anything. The Golden Boots is the same thing. This man was the top of the top. And if you look at some of his uh, highlights and some of the things he does, he was an innovator of the soccer world. And I can do a whole video on soccer and him in general. But for this case, this is a Nike ad that was posted onto YouTube, not by Nike. Nike didn't put this up. It was posted by someone else as this ad and got all of this attention. Now, what that ended up doing was we know YouTube is having a lot of ad revenue and a lot of ads on its site, unless you're one of those people that uses Adblock. I don't blame or you. YouTube I used to. Or YouTube Premium. Now, really, Nike saw that this video was their ad they didn't put it up. So they could have just said, hey, you guys don't have the right to this. Please take it down. Instead, this video got so much attention, more than it's getting on commercials or its other forms of however they're trying to distribute it and see that this is free advertisement. And essentially, that's how the potential of YouTube's promotion kind of got started. And it really set the groundwork for funding YouTube and developing YouTube, which has led it into the world we're in today, which is you have all of these videos, all these amazing creators, all of these people that, I mean, I've been watching some YouTubers since I was a kid. And CNANers just came back within the last uh, month or so, maybe a little bit longer, and is making videos again. And it's one of those things that, it really is, as a kid, I used to watch his videos. I love them. The Morgan Freeman Can You Smell Me video is one of the greatest YouTube videos, in my opinion, of all time. And to have him come back after I think it was five or six years of being gone, and that he's back and making content and he's happy and he's enjoying what he's doing. I don't know this man. I don't know anything about him other than what he puts online. But for some reason, you get a connection to these people, these creators that you see, and it creates an entire community based on people and their individual personalities to where you can see them. Now, mm -hmm. the other site that's taken this even further, YouTube is very, it's turned very scripted, very edited, very kind of overlaid. And we're going to get into the very, very personal, which is Twitch. 
And of course, Twitch is our live streaming service that people all over the world use nowadays. Whether it's just mm-hmm. talking to fans online or typing to people, or even if you're just playing a game and you're not necessarily communicating with the people that are watching, but you're really good at it. Twitch is one of those that's really kind of helped esports kind of take off. And it's allowed this gaming community to really see that, hold up, it's not all about edits. It's not all about videos and funny moments and highlight reels that you see on YouTube. It's these it's actual the people. Moments. Right. You get genuine, and I'm not saying you don't get through from YouTube, but you get real-time, genuine personality from people on Twitch. And it builds that connection even more for the, those for those people that watch them. And it's one of those things that I like. I, I never had an issue with the Facebook, Twitters, and all that. I only ever talked to people I knew in real life. When yeah. YouTube started and Twitch started, it built whole communities online. And I know these other platforms did it. And this is my personal experiences with these things. That mm-hmm. the YouTube comments section created these communities. Twitch uh, chats create communities. And then these things lead into Discord. And it kind of brings everything full circle. Because Discord is just a messaging app. Which, granted, nowadays it's allowed for you get some streaming and you can post videos and talk to people on it. It wasn't always like that. And it mm-hmm. brings all of this social media full circle which is everything's connected it is a network of online communication and it's communities and it's shared information whether it be business related and fully professional to where you're trying to find a job or even if you're just trying to say hi to grandma during this pandemic all the way to there's a funny cat video on youtube and i just want to smile for a minute Social media really has built this amazing thing that we are a part of and we take for granted nowadays. Yeah, and one of the things, and uh, sorry, it's totally under, but like I, I also want to talk about, like I said, OnlyFans, and also it's it's uh, stereo, like it's more safe for work counterpart Patreon. So uh, technically, those are also. Uh, Technically, those are also social media sites because of the communities that they are based off of. Some of the, like a lot of YouTubers have uh, have Patreons because they want, they first of all want to be able to ha- give their viewers a way to a way to appreciate and get get paid. Like, uh, and also they just. They just want to put out extra content for them, whether it be for more, uh, whether it be for more like uh, wholesome ventures or more monetary ventures. Either way, people are paying into this and getting things out of it. Um, but on the and they're actually being able to support more, uh, more s- less popular creators on YouTube and other platforms. But and that leads me on to OnlyFans, which is basically the 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 less safe for work side of it because OnlyFans was 
technically a feminist version of basically Pornhub because and also Pornhub is technically a social media site uh, <laughs> but uh, OnlyFans was a way to actually give people a was actually a way to give women monetary like monetary feedback for what they do. They're not having their videos stolen and put it on to another site. They're not having these videos put on to other things. That people are paying them to do these things that whatever they're doing, not going to go into detail, people are paying them to do what they do and get paid for it and actually have a monetary value. We can talk about the whole backlash from it because women are holding up to their sexuality uh, later on a different podcast well, because that's, that's also feminism. one of those so- things that, and this this really is an entire episode that we can do because the industry, yeah. the the porn industry is a, for the actors and actresses that are in it, is a brutal, an absolutely brutal form of just a way to make money. And these people risk themselves to put them and they're taken advantage of. And again, it's an entire other podcast, but I completely understand where you're coming from with this. Yeah. As someone who critiques a lot of, uh, a lot of porn, uh, I really have to know a lot of this stuff, but that like, like we've said like three times now, it's a completely (laughs) other podcast. Unless you want me to research it, which I won't have to do a lot of research for. But, yeah. <laughs> so, Wolf Zodiac, I really hope we did you proud of this. I enjoy looking up some of these tidbits of information and kind of going back, and I really got a little bit of nostalgia coming from some of these things. And I want to thank you for giving this recommendation, and I hope we made you proud. And with yeah. that, we're going to kind of just, we're going to end it here. It's a very... It's a yeah, yeah. cat. <laughs> yeah. <me>. So so <laughs> okay. All right. So with that, we're gonna end it here. Uh, I'm Cat, and I'm Brady. Uh, and if you guys want to recommend a uh, recommend a show to us, just send a recommendation over to our email. That is at that is. Let me explain anime pod at gmail.com. That is let me explain anime pod pod p o d at gmail.com. You can send us, you can add us on Twitter, uh, or where we are at explain podcast, and you can try and find us on, uh, you can try and find us on Discord if you know us personally. With that said, thank you guys for listening. I'm Kat. And I'm Brady. Peace. We will see you, or you will listen to us, because it is your job now. Next week. (laughs) We don't have an algorithm, sir. I can make an algorithm. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time. (laughs) We're retarded. I hope you know that.
cat wolf. Instead of cat dog, we're cat wolf now. 